James earns millions from internet marketing. Tim's got millions of questions. Welcome to Freedom Ocean. Now, jump on in. James Shramko, welcome back to Freedom Ocean. And welcome to our listeners. Exactly, exactly. Let's get straight into listeners. It's all about them. Uh, listeners, in case you're new to the ocean, uh, this is a place to come if you are in any way involved or think you're becoming involved in internet marketing. And uh, you can find out all about what we do at freedomocean.com. Um, but for those who have been joining us uh, on the journey, last episode, James, we covered what the ultimate toolbox would look like for the serious internet marketer. And we covered a lot of sort of office setup, office positioning. We talked about uh, a lot of hardware in terms of computers and screens and audio, video. We even covered eyewear. Yeah. And uh, this episode, we are going to get stuck into what software uh, we should cover. However, you in the last episode did have a few additional bits of hardware that you wanted to add. And in fact, in me revisiting my list, so have I. So what do you want to add? Well, I also wanted to say thanks to Simon Johnson for putting me onto the Gunners because as soon as he posted it to Facebook, I needed a pair. Right. Uh, extra things that we didn't cover. You need a tripod for your camera. Don't be trying to hold it yourself. It's a bit amateur. Yep. Put on a tripod and you can get them at camera shops. Okay, next up was a power board with surge protection. Oh, yeah. You can get a really good quality one from your electrical shop. You want one that will shut down if there's a lightning strike or your computer blows up. Uh, so make sure you get a decent power board. I have, have experienced loss of hardware from a power surge. Right. Next up is one black book. I think every lab should have yes, a black book. That was one I left off. Yeah. You've got to have a black book and that's where you put your little secret codes or notes or redirect links. I just think one black book and one pen is one about- pen. Yeah, one pen. Okay. Preferably a gift pen from your amazing team. <laughs> Engraved, Engraved. Would, be, would be good. Um, I'll go as far as to say my little black book. Uh, I do love, and I don't know how to pronounce this, but I'll say Moleskine or Moleskin. Moleskin. Is it Moleskin? Yeah. I think it might be pronounced differently, but I'm sure we have a German listener who will tell us. But they're a beautiful book with a beautiful quality paper, and uh, they come in all shapes and sizes. Not sure. I, I have one shop down where I live that sells them. They're not e the easiest book to come across. Yeah, I have a leather-bound book with a little strap that you wrap around Oh, it. look at you. Old school. Hey, old school. That's beautiful. But, yeah, it is great, and you do become attached to those books and... Generally, they're a good little thing to jot down ideas. People say use Evernote and things like that, but I must say I do love um, having somewhere to just scribble down something. And yeah, I mean, you definitely around. need you definitely need Evernote, but the black book is just that you know last physical thing that is is still yeah. good for the office. Yeah, too true. Uh, a tub, a little tub. That's that's what I have. A little black tub, and in there is uh, is stamps. Um, glasses, wallet, you know, just, just, you want to just put stuff in there yep. that shouldn't be sitting around on a desk distracting you. Every single item that is on your desk that you are not using is a distraction. Yep. That's why the only thing on my desk is a computer and a keyboard and a mouse. Mm -hmm. Everything else goes in the tub. 
those little connections that you might use from time to time or the, the lanyard, the, the little lapel mic or uh, envelope sort of, just throw them in the little tub. I, I got um, just also, uh, I bought it at the Apple shop the other day and I can't remember the brand name, but they're sort of like little cable manage it's a cable management system and effectively they're just little plastic discs yeah and it allows you to just slot your cables in there and hold them out the front so you're not the whole time scooting around the back of the computer looking for you know the usb cable for your mouse or your video or you well if you have an imac you really don't have many cables no you still but you still have have a a couple i've got um things that i'm pulling in and out from behind the computer all the time so these cables just keep um, these little discs keep the cables to the front of your computer so they're not falling down the back. Now, if you're using a laptop, you really need an air stand. Yeah. And the air stand does a couple of things. One, it cools your laptop because it lets air circulate. And two, it brings it up to eye level in line with your external monitor. Yep. So it's a great device. And, uh, you know, Good you tip. will experience your laptop getting hot in an Australian summer yep. if you don't have such a device. Last one for me, from a hardware point of view, big glass for water. Right. Yeah. Yep. Dehydrate. Good hardware. In front of those screens. Let's get stuck into software, James. Oh, I've got one more. Oh, have you? Yeah. I see. You, in the last show, you said you had three, and I reckon we've added about six. Because because if you'd let me do it in the show, oh, it would have been okay. three, but I've had time to think. All my fault. Uh, the other one is a nice, an attractive-looking stool for filming. Right. You know, you, you can you can stay in one spot without shuffling around, doing the old uh, burn the hole in the floor amateur dance yep. that a lot of people do when they're trying to do videos. If you get a nice, good-looking stool, you put that in front of your green screen, then you're in one place, and now you can focus on your face and, and your arm movements. Okay. So it's sort of a semi-pro way to go about it. That is the thinking man's tip of the day. All right. We get stuck into software because yep, there's a bit to the cover software. here. Now, as we said in the last show... Oh, wait, show, hang on, I've got... I'm just kidding. No, you don't, you dare. <laughs> uh, as we said in the last show, um, yeah, there is a, there is the potential here to race to every new shiny object, and the purpose of this list that we're offering is to just focus on the things that, from our point of view, work for us uh, and not to overburden yourself with a whole lot of stuff that is going to end up in the bottom drawer. So software, James, um, I'll bounce the ball by saying... Um, one password. Yeah, that's a good start. Good start, isn't it? Great start. Uh, for listeners who don't know what that is, um, maybe have a think about what you're doing at the moment, which is every time you're going to a website for which it requires a password, you are having to remember your username and password uh, Type and type it in um, if you haven't got autofill activated. Um, and that, if, over the course of a day, can add up to a lot of time and wasted energy. And what one password does is literally that allows one password and you're accessing anything that requires signing. Yeah, essential software. Yep, correct. What else you got, James? What's your next one? We'll go one for one here. Ah, uh, well, gosh, if we're going to go strategy, I could steal your next one. Go on. Dropbox. Oh, is that what you were going to say? I do love Dropbox. Dropbox is good. It's an online storage system. And I really do run my computers now more like a terminal and I use Dropbox as the hard drive. So I'm putting the files on Dropbox. We have a team account so we can actually communicate with our whole team on Dropbox and allocate my team members their own Dropbox quota. 
and we can send messages and stuff. But the, the thing with Dropbox is it backs up to Amazon S3. So not only do you have a backup with your Dropbox, but you can also wind it back and find older versions like you would with your time machine, another hardware thing that I thought I'd just slip in there. But uh, yeah, Dropbox is fantastic, especially when you have people contributing things in other places. Like we load our episodes for this podcast into a Dropbox and from there, it can be transcribed, it can be audio edited, it can be added to Amazon S3 for streaming. And, you know, so there's about five people using that Dropbox. There is massive power in Dropbox. And, you know, yeah, I think I haven't had a look recently, but I think the first two gig is free. So it's a free sign up and two gig for free in terms of storage space. And I think it's like 25 gig a month, uh, 25 gig storage for 9.95 a month or something it's it's fantastic and um i couldn't live without it in fact i spent the weekend just gone um really cleaning up my dropbox and moving a lot of stuff that i had sitting on my desktop into my dropbox so accessible anywhere it's good stuff excellent um okay well you've knocked me out for dropbox so i'll go with screenflow Oh. Do you love your screen flow? Love my screen yeah. flow. Okay, so what we're talking about here, listeners, is a wonderful piece of software, which I think, yeah, it's it's a Mac-only piece of software. If you do happen to have one of those other machines, um, you'll need to buy Camtasia. But ScreenFlow is $79, and it allows you to capture whatever is happening on your screen and whatever audio you want to, um, anything you're saying as well. So... It's a wonderful way. Well, A, it's an incredible way of creating product. Um, it's an incredible way of providing instructions and feedback to your team. Um, and it's just, and in fact, if you really wanted to, it, it's an editing tool. I mean, you can edit video and audio. I edit it in ScreenFlow. I yeah. prefer it to iMovie. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. So you can actually create, ScreenFlow allows you, for example, you can have um, your PowerPoint slides on your desktop. You can use your um, inbuilt camera on your MacBook uh, or your iMac to capture you talking, and you can have a little frame of yourself down the bottom right-hand corner or anywhere on the screen, and, yeah, it really does allow uh, creation of very professional product. All right, James, what's your next software? I like Keynote. Yeah. It doesn't come standard on a Mac. It comes with iWorks, yep. with Pages, and for making good presentations, Keynote is amazing. It's clean. It's got some great transitions. It's the PowerPoint for Mac. There is actually a PowerPoint for Mac, but I yeah, much prefer ScreenFlow, uh, Keynote. You know, I, I hate saying this, but and I've got Keynote. I just haven't been able to find my way 100% onto Keynote. I really want to. And, in fact, only on the weekend I bought Microsoft Office 11, feels, I feel dirty even saying that. I haven't looked at the new PowerPoint on it yet, but um, look, yeah, I sort of grew up on PowerPoint. I'm finding it hard to get across to Keynote, but it is. It's much cleaner. It's got nice shadow effects. I'm, yeah, I'm not into that type of stuff, though. Most of my slides are very, you know, pretty much either they're either a picture or just a, a set of words. Um, well, PowerPoint I'm not into, do that for you. They can. I'm not into transitions either. You love your transitions. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I actually had PowerPoint uh, down, so Keynote or PowerPoint must have productivity tools. Um, the next one I'll add is Skype. You've got to have Skype. 
Skype and Skype call recorder. Skype call recorder is, I think, 20 bucks, but that allows you to record um, anything you do on Skype. And, you know, we've done, um, a pod, we've done one of our episodes of Freedom Ocean uh, on Skype using Skype call recorder, but um, I love Skype. I love the chat function in it. I use it a lot. Uh, it's just a nice quick way of, you know, engaging with someone uh, in a very sort of efficient way. No long conversations, no sort of emails back and forth and, and the fact that you can record it and have video chats and have three-way conversations is, is great. Okay, well, I'm going to go with uh, Chrome. Yep. It's my favourite browser. It's fast. It's got the search function. It's easy to split tabs up. And you can synchronise your passwords between different computers yes, using yeah. your Gmail account. Yep. Yeah, it's powerful. I, I, I um, recently came across to Chrome from Firefox. I left Firefox because um, one of the well, one of the other bits of software that I couldn't live without is Delicious bookmarking. I love my Delicious, and uh, Firefox had a great Delicious plugin, uh, which is no longer in existence because Delicious got bought by I don't know who it was, Yahoo or someone. Yahoo, Yahoo, and the the um, the plugin disappeared. But um, Chrome has got a, a, an okay Delicious plugin, but it's Chrome's very fast and very it's quite intuitive. I like how it thinks. Yeah, Chrome um, is good, and and I like Delicious because if if you're not using Delicious, well, Delicious is just a place to um, basically bookmark anything you come across, and it lives in the cloud, so that it doesn't matter what computer on you can find your bookmarks, and you're not tied to one computer. And I use that hourly by the minute. I'm using Delicious. Whose go is it? Yours it's or mine? Well, I said Chrome, so it's okay, your go. Okay, I said delicious. Okay, well then I'll you. I'm going to go with Audacity. Ah, oh, yes. We're using it now. We are. And I know GarageBand is great. I just haven't got around to using it. So like your PowerPoint thing. Yep. So I'll, I'll pull that card. Yep. And I'll say Audacity works on most computers, you know, Windows or Mac. And it gives you stereo recording. It's pretty easy to edit. And it will export into WAV or MP3. Mm-hmm. And it's free. Yeah, and it is free. It's very good. Um, screen Steps. Have you used Screen Steps? Yeah, the team used Screen Steps. Yeah, it's great. So Screen Steps is um, basically, um, how would you describe it? It's a piece of software that allows you to create um, PDF documents, Word documents um, in a stepped process. It just provides a template for describing things in steps. So it's very good for product creation, very good for creating um, manuals, um, and it has a really just a, a nice interface. And once again, I think it might be, oh, it's not expensive. It might be $49, $59. It's excellent. What do you got, James? I'm going to mention Handbrake. Okay. Handbrake is video conversion software, and I'm using it to convert videos into nice streaming videos that uh, will play on a Mac or a Windows computer, and I can plug them straight into my optimized press sites and they, they stream really well and yeah, they work for all different users mm-hmm. okay. and it's free. Okay. Yep. That's going to be technical on me. Well, well you get, basically if you're going to create these uh, screen flow videos and put them on streaming on the web, generally you're going to export them as either a movie or an F4V if you use the custom flash settings mm-hmm. and you're probably going to want to use some conversion software. I've been using iSkySoft, but lately I've switched to Handbrake for the uh, to give me a 
M4V, mm-hmm. and that will play on anything. Okay. Now, I had one. Oh, I know the one. And we should have mentioned, I'm surprised this wasn't your first one. I'll gazump you here. I like 5PM Web as a project management tool, and I know you like, um, help me here. No, I'm just going to watch you fly <laughs> under. <laughs> I'll show you a lifeline. Come on. Come on. You're not talking about Basecamp, I'm talking you? about Basecamp. Why didn't you mention that first stuff? <laughs> You're saving it the best tool. I'm last. saving my heavy hitters. Well... I haven't. I think we've spoken about this before. If we haven't uh, on air, I, I haven't got my head around Basecamp yet. Um, from all reports, once you have, it's everything. It's just a little bit hard to get your head around to start with. Maybe it's not not the case. It's just what I hear. Um, and I'm using Five PM Web, which is wonderful. Just basically, when a new project comes online, you add it and in- invite any team members that you want to contribute to that project, or files get uploaded there. Or messages, you basically you've got the whole the whole flow of the project in one place. Uh, it's excellent, and and five pm web's got a. What I really liked about it, I get sucked in by a lovely looking interface, James, and it's got a great interface. So, um, do you want to talk a little bit about Basecamp? Well, Basecamp's more Sputnik, <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs> I'm not. I, I love great design, but I really admire something that works particularly well. Basecamp is yep. very powerful. And simple, and it's just a great way to collaborate on projects and to set up. Uh, but we we actually set up project streams where we put a project from start to finish in steps, and the team can move a project through it. So it's just great. We've got different. We've got it set up into different sections of the company, into the relevant areas, whether you know design or writing or traffic, and we have different people in those departments. All right, well, listen, have you got any more to add? Jing, I think we should talk about. Which one? Jing. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Jing versus um, ScreenFlow. Well, in terms of running a team or collaborating with your outsources or just sharing notes with friends, it's very easy to just make a quick Jing. They have to be short, but you just literally grab the crosshairs, highlight the area you want, you just start talking. And then you hit send. It sends the link. Yeah. So it's it's much easier than exporting a video, yeah. loading it to Dropbox. Yeah, so I, I think agree with Jing that. has been a great way for us to quickly explain an idea, rather than to. Um, There's a bit more setup with ScreenFlow, isn't there? And and in the back end as oh, well. Oh yeah. yeah. Now obviously with a Mac, I get by most of the time with a uh, Command Shift Four, which is a screen capture. Yep. And I usually just take a screen capture and wh- whack it into Basecamp and just say, hey, um, see this, can we just change it or whatever. I actually, I, I do mostly little screenshots. Mm-hmm. If you happen to have a Windows computer, you must get Snagit. It is the most incredible, Isn't it? incredible piece of software. I love it. It's the yeah. only reason I miss a Windows computer is Snagit. Yep. Such a good piece of software. And before someone says, oh, but it's for Mac as well, it's crap on a Mac. It's nothing like the Windows one. Really? What, what's the additional features of Snagit for Windows? It just works. Okay. Uh, well, the one on the Mac's got a weird interface. Okay. Yeah, I just, um, it doesn't, it's not fully featured. While we're on Jing, uh, there is an online version of Jing called Screener, which is screen with an R.com. And once again, um, hit record, gives you the crosshairs, you highlight what you want to talk about, start talking, hit stop, um, and it generates a link uh, yeah. or and and or an embed code. 
yeah. which is cool. So all of a sudden, I mean, that is an instant way of putting something on YouTube or creating Well, some with the paging, you can export the can. file and, and it'll load things straight to screencast. Yep, yep. Um, what I was going to say is that there's no shortage. This is not a complete list of all the software that um, you could have uh, as a serious internet marketer. Um, we could have gone into hosting and domain name accounts and autoresponders and help desks. Yeah, all those <coughs> things. Um, but really it was like what does the, the typical office um, of serious internet marketer look like? And I think we've pretty much covered, uh, a good, given a good overview. If you've got what we've just spoken about then, um, you will be in very good shape. And things like autoresponders and help desks and hosting and domain names. And shopping carts. And shopping carts. We are going to cover them. Well, we have covered some of them already, but we will cover them uh, in greater depth in future episodes. Same as webinar software. Correct. That'll come up too, Correct. Well, sure. we're going to do a whole show on webinars um, because that is a business. I'm excited about that. Did you, what did you say then? You're excited. No, I was, I was just stirring you. Oh, it's very exciting. I am excited about yeah. webinars. I love <laughs> webinars. Um um, so it's not as if we're ignoring those bits and pieces, listeners. It's just that um, we wanted to give you a bit of an insight into um, what the what, what a good office setup uh, would contain. And by the way, if you do, if you really do want to go paperless, which you should, just use Evernote because it's it stores all different types of documents, text, pictures, PDFs in one place in the cloud, used from any computer. There's a lot. It's a good shopping list, listeners. Sign up. You'll get the transcription if you sign up, uh, and this is a good. I said it last episode, but this is a good transcription to have because um, it's a good long shopping list. And you know what? It ain't going to cost a fortune to get all that. No, I, I mean there's plenty of businesses. I, I think even if you started up a subway store, your costs walking into the front oh, door yeah. are going to be astronomical. Astronomical compared to what we're talking about. Totally, totally. And don't get caught up in this whole thing of looking for stuff other than what we've talked about. You really don't need a lot of stuff. I use the same things every day mm. over and over and over again. And the goal is to have as minimum possible things to run your business as, as you can get away with. Mm. You want nothing more than you absolutely have to have. Have a look around your desk now, listeners, and anything that you haven't used in the last week or two, Get it off your desk. Put, yeah, it, put in it in a box. Door. Put in put a box, box and you put the box in the garage. If you haven't gone to the box in the, the garage, garage and put for wire all around six it. months, you could probably throw it out. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's 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 very good advice to someone who can be easily distracted. I think, you know, the less is more. All right, mate. Well, uh, that's another episode of the ocean. Done and dusted. What have we got coming up, James? I am the wrong person to ask. I'm sure we must be due for a listen to love, love well, in soon. We've got a lo- there'll be a love in. There'll, there's always a love in on the horizon. You can sit back in the ocean, no matter where you are, whether you're on a hammock, a lilo, on a cruise ship, and in the distance, you will see a listener love in just cruising towards us. So that is definitely where well, we're going to cover webinars. Um, that that will that's a for sure one. Um, I reckon list building is probably Ooh, something that. Yep, um, that's a good one. Yeah, it is a good one. We need to uh, we need to go deep in on list, on list building. I was going to say listener building. We did we cover a little bit of that. We really did cover quite a lot of that in our behind the scenes freedom motion thing. We yep. were talking about our list, yep. but there's probably more we can talk about. Yeah, absolutely important. 
an asset. Um, James, would you encourage people to go to our website? I would, but I am biased. Well, you are, but why would you suggest they go to our website? I think they can save themselves the hassle of trying to find all the different resources and listening to every guru under the sun, uh, getting confused and run around and falling prey to scams. Or they could just listen to us and get the good information up front. And we don't mince words too on this show. No, we don't. We're straight up. Yeah. So there is a, there is a mountain of resources. Plus we answer questions. Well, we do. Yeah, and we have a fan page where they could ask things and get a reply. Well, here's the thing. Go to the website, uh, mountain of resources, um, connect with us on Facebook uh, and, and converse with us, ask us questions, share things, you know, share things with the rest of the Freedom Ocean tribe. Um, there's a YouTube channel. I don't know whether people know about it, but if the first 10 minutes of every single episode of Freedom Ocean is turned into a funky little slideshow and put on YouTube. Why? Because it's a, it, look at it as a, as, a, as a good strategy to create backlinks, you know. It's only the first 10 minutes of every show. We then move people into the actual audio. But, you know, look at some of the stuff that we're doing with Freedom Ocean and apply it into your own business. So there's some pretty good reasons. I'd go there if I was me, and I am, so I will. <laughs> there you go. Hey, late at night. Love it. Love it. James, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, until next time. We'll see you then, Tim. See you, mate. Thanks for diving into the Freedom Ocean with James Schramko and Tim Reed. You've just come that little bit closer to living the life you choose. Please keep in mind that the ideas, opinions, and information shared in the show are those of the hosts and do not reflect those of their past employers. And as far as future employers go, well, they're both pretty much unemployable. (laughs) 